Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. If you're wrong and you shut up, you're wise. If you're right and you shut up, you're married. That's a quote from Unknown. Our last four posts dug into the makings of a joyful life. Irrespective of what's going on in your life at the moment, the potential to find joy is there for you if you work from the inside out. This is obviously an uber important topic, and I've received a surprising amount of feedback about how many of you have benefited from repeated listens to the podcast and from rereading the post. So thank you for that, and thanks for taking the time to go back to that material. That's really awesome. We're now going to take a little detour, and when we return to the happiness topic, we'll address the all-important considerations such as, number one, the people you proactively spend time with and the influence they have on your psyche, And number two, how to get your head around finding happiness, even when you have so much on your plate. That's for so many of us, right? We're overloaded. Many of you have told me that the second item is big, a big, big one for you. So this week's post is a special anniversary edition. Yeah, (laughs) yep. Yesterday, Surinder and I celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary. Yes, we got married young. Um, So we figured this would be as good a time as any to take a tour on one of the many tributaries of the river of happiness. So this is one of my own quotes. Your relationship with others will be difficult until you have a good one with yourself. In our second post on happiness, we discuss the link between your relationships and your personal happiness. I'll put a link to this post um, within the show notes for this, which you can find at www.freewithin.me forward slash 21. So what is it that consistently makes us act inconsistently in our relationships? In our view, the more intimate the relationship is, the more the quality of that relationship is going to depend on the quality of the relationship we have with ourself. So the one you have with you. You have to see and accept yourself fully before you can see the other person clearly. And of course, you're not the cause of all of your challenges, but you know the old saying, Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I, I've been there, so you got to trust me on this one. I harbored anger for years, years before I realized I was the one being hurt most by it. You know, it's so funny. I kind of held on to anger sometimes that I felt like if I didn't hang on to that anger, I was betraying myself because that thing really made me angry and really hurt me. And I, it took a while for me to understand that I wasn't betraying myself. I was basically beating myself up from the inside out by hanging on to that anger. It was very, very toxic. So how can you have or start to have that better relationship with yourself? I'm going to share five things that started, um, pardon me, five things that worked for me 
and just go through these five here with you today. And the number one thing I did was eliminate excuses. Um, and I'm going to share a marriage quote here because this is the theme. It's our anniversary edition. Marriage is a relationship in which one person is always right and the other is <laughs> is the husband. So anyway, I got to throw these jokes in there for you because they make me crack up and I had to share them with you. Okay, so let's try not to blame others when things go south. Let's work on eliminating excuses. I start by asking myself, you know, that magical question, what am I responsible for? Sometimes the response I heard in my head was simply your reaction. I played the victim role for so long, like it was so easy for me. And it initially required so much discipline for me to stay ahead of my excuses. I could make excuses for everything. I could justify anything with my thoughts and I could rationalize it. And it was very, very, very much um, a, a focus and a practice of mine. And it seems difficult to solve, right? But if you treat it like a learn to run program, you know, where you do a little bit each week, you don't expect yourself to run your first half marathon in your first week of training, do you? Because I'm watching a bunch of um, my friends train for half marathons right now. And I watch them progress week over week over week. This is the same thing. Eliminating excuses is your marathon run. And well, at least it is for me. Some people are better at it naturally, but it wasn't something that I was good at naturally. So it took me that marathon practice to get it right. And I really, really have it under control now. So hopefully that gives you some inspiration um, to keep at it. My number two thing that I did was I paid attention to my mind chatter. You see how this one is like one of those streams that feed into your river of happiness, your inner life is everything. Pay attention to that inner chatter, particularly when you are around the core people in your life, your partner, your kids, your parents, your, you know, close coworkers, your friends. And I know it sounds corny, but write down your thoughts because it's super important. Sometimes when you see things in writing, you can see patterns, you can see how rational you are. Sometimes you can see how irrational you are. So it's really awesome to pay attention and do that audit just by writing things down. And as we've discussed over the past four weeks, quite often we don't realize the sheer intensity and volume of our negative narrative. And we, uh, uh, you know, you got to consistently inspect it, you have to pay attention to it and really look at it under a microscope just to make sure it's not infecting you. Okay, number three, interrupt your pattern. Very few thoughts are neutral. Anytime you start beating yourself up, ask yourself, is this thought helping me move towards freedom? Such a big question for me. It's, it's a strong, strong, strong pattern interrupt. So put that one down somewhere, write it down, put it in your calendar, maybe even schedule it so it pops up throughout your day as a little reminder um, to get your check uh, in there on your thoughts. I, I use my calendar for uh, these kinds of things all the time when I'm building new habits. It helps me stay on track. It might sound corny, but it works. Anyway, okay, number four. Be the first to be considerate. 
This one's imperative to having a good marriage in particular. Go out of your way to say thank you for every effort that any person makes on your behalf. Focus hard on this one when it comes to your significant other. Whether it's making a great meal, passing a fork, anything, just say it. Though we believe deeply in the purpose of the ego and the human experience, this is one of those areas where your ego will stunt your growth. Think about it. Your ego is telling you to drink that poison. Even if you're feeling mad at the other person, just take a deep breath and then say it. This gets easier with time. One of the reasons people hold back on doing this is because the other person never seems to show them that type of courtesy. So, well, you know, guess what? The other person could be thinking the same thing about you. It's that chicken and egg conundrum again. So someone has to go first. So why not be bold? Why not be in faith? Why not trust and be the first? It takes courage, right? Why not do that? It'll serve you and it'll make you feel good in the long run. And remember last week when we talked about how much positive, happy interaction is not discovered in this world because of this very same issue. You know, it's probably also the biggest driver of poor relationships between countries. This is a this is guaranteed to improve your core relationships. And the effect on you will be even greater if you develop the habit of making eye contact when you're saying your thank you for doing this for me or thank you for dinner and you take the moment to make eye contact. A good friend of mine, I remember her saying to somebody when you do a toast with somebody and you say cheers, you look them right in the eye and you say cheers or thank you, whatever your your toast is. That eye contact is everything because those eyes are the window to your soul. Your eyes can tell where you are at emotionally. So it's really a great practice to get that eye contact in there. And in this one, I'm going to give you another marriage quote. I can't help it. Marriage is like good is like a good cardio workout. If it's never challenging, you're probably not doing it right. Okay. Number five, don't say or think cynical thoughts about others. Again, this one ties into our last couple of podcasts. Obviously, cynical thoughts add toxicity to your habitual mind chatter. There's no question about it. You may think that they're only directed at other people. However, this is one of the pillars upon which negative self-talk is built. Remember those three gates. If you speak or think in this way, it becomes a part of you. And how you see yourself. It's impossible to be free within if you don't shake this habit. Remember, through repeated application, you will have less of those moments where you're feeling agitated by another person. Basically, what you'll come to observe is that other people don't control your emotions. The biggest bonus is you feel less irritated by others because you feel calmer and more comfortable with yourself from the inside. It's imperative when you make a mistake, and you will, because that's for sure. I know you're not going to get this right the first time. I don't know anyone that ever has been able to change any habit without having some slip-ups. I've never met them, but if you have, please, I'd like to interview them. (laughs) Be a really interesting research. Anyway, so when you make a mistake, you cannot and should not beat yourself up. It will reverse your progress. 
when you make a mistake, simply commit to doing it right the next time. And the next time is likely to be right around the corner. Don't feed your inner critic during these slip ups. It's not worth it. And it's really, really, like, like I just said, it puts you in the wrong direction. This process requires repeated conscious effort. Like anything that requires you to dig in and commit, the payoff is that much greater. The impact on your self-image will be life-altering because you will, with progressively less effort, just learn to be this way. And so it goes. The change in your perception will define your new and improved reality. Over 21 years, Surrender and I have been married, and over 21 years, we've had to refine our communication with each other, our own inner chatter, um, in order to maintain and grow our relationship. And I can tell you that it has been so worth it for me. Um, not only do I have an incredible life and an incredible partner in my life, I actually really like myself. I really appreciate my, myself and I can see the value I bring um, to our partnership, which I can't tell you that I did in the beginning. I can't tell you that 22 years ago I had that because I, I really, really struggled and so it's awesome to have had this experience of having this transformation and having had these five simple sort of steps that I've shared with you today transform my inner life and allowed me and allowed my partner to have a healthy relationship that is really well-rounded. And thank you all for those wonderful wishes we've had from you over the past uh, 24 hours or so. We're really grateful. So grateful to have you in our lives. We cannot thank you enough for your love and support for us and for our family and for our work. I will see you next week. But remember, if you benefited from this podcast, if there's one tip you got from it, I'd love it if you could share it with somebody that you care about who you think could use a hand uh, in this area as well. Thank you so much. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.